0: Hola mi familia, I am Trinidad, founder of the Hispanic CMO, and welcome to the Culture Not Language Podcast, the show where I share my best marketing based job that focuses on the under-targeted, yet highly valuable Hispanic super-consumer. Are you ready? Listo? pues vámonos! Welcome back. This is the Culture Not Language Podcast, and my name is Trinidad. The Hispanic CMO, owner and founder, and I'm just so happy that we're here again. Today is March 20th on a beautiful Sunday afternoon in Dallas, Texas, and I'm just so excited to be back. Last week I missed, and my apologies, lo siento, because I had to take off. I had to go to spring break with my family. We stayed here, but it was more about spending quality time with the kids, so I hope you forgive me. The only other time I took off was for Christmas, so it's those rare occasions that I truly miss not delivering the value that I promised to you, my dedicated audience, and you know who you are. This week, this episode is very exciting because we're going to talk about my home state of Texas in this episode, and holy guacamole is it a doozy. Those that follow me on social, at Facebook, Instagram... LinkedIn and of course Dicky Dicky Duck know what I'm talking about. Follow me at the Hispanic CMO and engage with me and let me know how I'm doing. But if you've seen my post you kind of already know what's coming and if you haven't now's your chance to quickly dive into your smartphone or iPad or whatever device of your choice and see what is to come because what we're going to talk about is going to change the game. I'm working with another gentleman on the political front, and we are having a great conversation, and we're going to be talking about Texas quite a bit for the weeks to come. We want to get into, not make this a political discussion, because my first priority is delivering value for small small and medium businesses, but it's really, they go hand in hand, and I don't really, as a marketer, I don't see a lot of difference between business and politics. It's really delivering the same marketing message, serving the same political message to reach the ultimate consumer and or voter. But in both cases, they are missing out on the Hispanic super consumer. So what I'm putting together and partnering with this gentleman on is, I think I'm going to call it, and the name is still being flushed out, but it's Hidden in Plain Sight. And so I'll be broadcasting and talking more when we're ready to announce the meeting events and dates and whatnot so y'all can pay attention and join and hopefully engage in such a fruitful conversation because that's what Hispanics are. We're truly hidden in plain sight and it's very apparent in you know, Fortune 50 corporations down to small and local businesses. and I And of course, the politicians. When I get into this, you should really look into my website at www.theHispanicCMO. I have master classes that talk just on this subject. How you can start to change the narrative, the marketing strategy. That's what I am. I'm a marketing strategist. And that is my whole point is to deliver thought-provoking, engaged engagement as well as value to you so that y'all can start to achieve the KPIs, the goals, the objectives, that business objective that we've been talking about for months now, I want to help you achieve and exceed and truly grow to, to something that you may have never thought of. But that missing piece to go from good to great, that missing piece to maybe really capture and engage with the audience of, in, a, in a way that you've never experienced is through the Hispanic audience. Let me get into it because this is really hot, high level, very important stats, data. You know I love it because it's about the business. And when I talk about business, I talk about the purchasing power, the Hispanic super consumer purchasing power and the sheer volume of folks that are out there that everybody is ignoring so let's get into it. In Texas, if you were to believe me in saying that based on recent conversations, on recent census data, which, by the way, I'm going to have some more comments on on census data, but based on recent census data, what you're going to find is that 39.2% of the Texas population which, by the way, is almost 30 million folks. So 39.2% of the 30 million are Hispanics. Now, that mean, that's a pretty big percentage, and you may think, okay, yeah, but that's not the majority. Well, the non-Hispanic white majority is only 39.8% of the Texas population. So really, when you look at the largest group in Texas, the non-Hispanic whites, at 39.8%, and then we're talking about Hispanics at 39.2. That's only a margin of error of roughly a few hundred thousand folks. Now, when you look at that type of purchasing power that Hispanics wield, it's over $160 billion in purchasing power. Texas is truly an economic powerhouse for, I don't care what size business you are, small, medium, and corporate America. They're, in fact, driving population growth in this state. And they're going to increase the power of the purse and the influence, whether it's political or non-political. We are talking about a very powerful demographic that is virtually untouched. Think about that. Just, just, just that word before we go in any further. We talked about how Hispanics are brand loyal. We talked about... How they love truly this super consumer and how they spend based on all industries. They over-index in medical supplies. They over-index in fitness. They over-index in food and beauty and the like. And I could keep going on and on. What are we doing as a community, business community, political community, to tap into this sleeping giant? Well, when I looked at census data too, and I put a post out on all my social channels, of course, at the Hispanic CMO, I mentioned that the census put out a report and they said in this report that they undercounted Hispanics in America by a margin of 5%. They overcounted in non-Hispanic whites by a factor of over 2%. So you're looking at net-net about 3% delta there, 2% up, 5% down, holy guacamole. So I would almost... Challenge the census data in the hispanic population in texas to be at a draw at this point when you're talking almost 30 million folks literally i would call it a dead heat in fact here in dallas my home city they they being the dallas hispanic community grew the population by 33.4 percent since 2010. 33% of the population have grown. The non-Hispanic white community has actually decreased. So if it were not for Hispanics, Dallas would actually be shrinking, but the population has increased, which translates to roughly $31.3 billion. Just here in Dallas. Just here in Dallas. And again, I can't stress these things, and why do I harp on them? Why do I keep engaging And saying, Trinidad, I get it. It's this, that. But it's not this or that. It is truly a a tremendous opportunity that we are missing. It's a a tremendous opportunity that just makes me furious. Because when you look at all of the cities, let's get into it. In Dallas Hispanics, I mentioned 31.3. The home ownership, which is a, a symbol of household wealth actually increased by 29%. And that is key it's because as we know home ownership plays a vital role in helping build strong and stable communities. And as Hispanics continue to accumulate greater household wealth, the communities they live in will greatly benefit. So, if the housing market is a driving force in our economy, The Bureau of Economic Analysis estimates that it accounted for roughly 12.3% of our gross domestic product in 2017. Basically, what that is saying is the greater the household wealth, the greater this purchasing power, the community thrives. And those or local businesses in those respective communities will only benefit. They're going to buy more goods and services in their communities. Though it's a win-win. What are you doing as a local business here in Dallas to reach out to the Hispanic community? What are you doing in your marketing strategy? Are you relevant? Are you developing content that's going to connect with their culture, not to necessarily be 100% in Spanish? If you're a politician, are you reaching out to local concepts? Or are you just talking over them, assuming that they're going to understand That, yeah, this is important to me. Hispanics need to feel that they are part of the fabric of the strategy that you're trying to implement. Like we, if you are a local business, we want to be, we want to contribute to that local businesses. Because more than likely, you're going to have a product or service that we need. But if you're not paying attention to us, we're going somewhere where they're, they're, they're talking our language. They're representing our culture. And I feel comfortable doing business there. So you need to make the outreach and the effort to come to go out and do, not necessarily build a whole unique marketing strategy. That's what the so-called experts want you to believe. That Hispanics, you need a whole other game. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you just need to include us in the conversation that when you talk to the general population. Let's get into more cities. If I'm in San Antonio, the San Antonio Hispanics make up 64% of the population. Again, 28.8% or excuse me, 28.8 billion in consumer purchasing power. El Paso, 82%, 20.8 billion in purchasing power. In fact, El Paso and Ciudad Juarez shoppers are tied together for that high economic impact. When you look at Houston, One of the largest, if not the largest city in Texas. 38% of of the population are constructed by Houston Hispanics. 40.8% excuse me, 40.8 billion in consumer purchasing power. In fact, the Houston Hispanics own more than 100,000 small businesses in Houston alone. And the industry ranges from professional services to restaurants. I mean, they are driving, Hispanic entrepreneurship has never been higher. However, they also found that national banks provide less loan funding to Latino or Hispanic-owned businesses relative to other demographic groups, and the SBA provides the lowest loan funding for these enterprises. So, how are you, if I'm in the banking industry, providing educational resources So Hispanics can access business funding so that they will continue to grow those massive inroads in their respective communities. And at the end of the day, it's a win-win situation. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, again, I am a little bit bullish on this and forgive me, but the time is now if you're waiting for a sign, if you're waiting for somebody to come out and say okay it's okay to start marketing to Hispanics let me be that person and say it is okay because even in Austin the capital of Texas 33 percent of that population make up are made up of Hispanics 12.4 billion in consumer purchasing power so what you're saying between 30 to 40 percent of every major metro are consistent are comprised of hispanics community so again can you afford to ignore 40% of the population can you afford not to necessarily think it's they're big enough that they don't have the purchasing power the lowest number that I'm reading here is 12 billion dollars up to 40 billion dollars don't you want a slice of that consumer purchasing power pie When you think about the political spectrum, those are our potential voters. We already talked about how every Latino, Hispanic youth is turning 18. Those are votes. Those are potential consumers. And the lifetime value of these Hispanic consumers, if the mode, the most populous age group is 11, and the non-Hispanic whites, the most populous age group is 57, then you only got you roughly seven, eight more years of non-Hispanic wife before they retire at age of 65. But if they're age eleven, you not only do you have another seven years before they turn 18, because believe me, they're talking to mommy and daddy to buy your products, goods and services, but then they've got a whole other 40, 50 years of consumer purchasing power. Because the average age of Hispanics are twenty is twenty-eight, the average age where You look at any other demographic, it's at least 10 plus years. So not only are we young, we've got money to spend. We are accessing and accumulating household wealth in droves. We're starting small businesses. We're impacting our local community with or without you. I'd rather be with you. And small businesses, I strongly urge you to go in. Look at my website, www.thehispaniccmo.com and look me up, consult with me. Let's have a strategic conversation on how we can start to grow your business and impact this community. Get market share within this community. Whether you're political or business, does not matter. It's the same conversation for me because at the end of the day, I want to provide the most value. I want to provide the most information, and I do that on my social. If you're not following me, please do so at the Hispanic CMO on Facebook, social, Instagram, LinkedIn. I'm having strategic conversations. I'm going to be posting more future events about these conversations for free. But if you can't wait, your competitors are not waiting, your opponents are not waiting. In fact, they hope that you wait. Because so they can take the market share for themselves, one way or the other. And the Hispanic community, we're going to spend our money where we are the most comfortable, and we deem if there is no one attracting us, then we'll either start a business so to provide that product and service that to a fo- to a community that to our own community, or we can go to your local business, and then we'll go support your store, and we'll grow your business ten. 15, 100x. So, you have a decision you need to make today. I hope that you seriously consider my words. And for those listening, pass out this information, this podcast. Start sharing it. I would love to increase, reach out to me, let me know where I'm failing, what other value tips that you're looking for. And I would be happy to engage with you in that conversation and put it out in this forum so that everybody can benefit from the value that we together have generated. So thank you for listening. this is great conversation I am so pumped I'm so excited because there's a lot of great things to come. I don't believe that our journey ends here. I believe it's only beginning. This conversation is going to continue to grow. And deliver a greater momentum and build a greater momentum than what exists today. It's only going to get better and I am excited and privileged to deliver this message. My name is Trinidad. I'm the owner and founder of the Hispanic CMO. Share my, spread the word. Find me up, look up. Look me up on, this, on the website. And I just can't wait for next week. Again, apologies for last week, but I think you can understand. Gracias, mi gente. Until next week. Thank you and gracias for listening to the Culture, Not Language podcast with your host, Trinidad. Make sure to visit our website at thehispaniccmo.com and join our email list for the most up-to-date information on the latest trends in the Hispanic market or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at thehispaniccmo. If you enjoyed the show, and I hope you do, Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite app so you don't miss a single show. Until next week, hasta mañana, familia.